name is Ash, and I am a slave. Close as I can figure it, the year is 1300 AD, and I'm being dragged to my death. It wasn't always like this. I had a real life once. A job. Ash, press check four. Um, hardware, aisle 12. Shop smart, shop S-smart. <laughs> I had a wonderful girlfriend, Linda. Together we drove to a small cabin in the mountains. It seems an archaeologist had come to this remote place to translate and study his latest find. Necronomicon Ex Mortis, the Book of the Dead. Found in human flesh and inked in blood, this ancient Sumerian text contained bizarre burial rites, funerary incantations, and demon resurrection passages. It was never meant for the world of the living. The book awoke something dark in the woods. It took Linda. And then it came for me. It got into my hand and it went bad. So I lopped it off at the wrist. But that didn't stop it. It came back. Big time. to the nightclub where we are the ones who were once the living now pick up a shovel and get digging hey. here at our round table we have the nog chugging toilet hugging man of madness and merriment the rictator hey yo also bathed in the cosmic hum of his 3d printer uh clutching his talkie board the keeper of the contracts <laughs> the binder of souls grindhouse zombie in the flesh what's up sir Oh, not much, man. Happy to be here, and we're talking about a fantastic movie. So this is going to be fun. It's going to see. I'm I'm curious as to where this conversation is going to go because I know that, at least in my world, there's two very distinct thoughts on this movie, and I want to see where everybody falls. And tonight we have, for the first time ever, special guest solo caster of a show I've been enjoying for the past few months, host of that horror witch podcast, Christy. Hi. Thanks for having me. I'm really excited. I love this movie. So. Oh, same. Then yeah. tonight's yeah. film is going to be the and for this podcast. This is a this is a milestone right here. 
This franchise, kind of like Phantasm, we've been covering slowly but surely, and we we finally gotten to it. Army of Darkness, motherfuckers. This is the third entry in Sam mm-hmm. Raimi's original Evil Dead trilogy. So, I, yeah, this is going to be so dope. Before we get there, though, as customary, as part of the first-time guests, I guess this is a new ritual we've, we've been fucking conducting since the beginning. Christy, <laughs> I had a few questions for you. Mm-hmm. When and how did you get into horror? I'm because I know I heard it in uh, the uh, what was the episode it was Um, the one you guys did about Wally's Wonderland. So, (laughs) again, Goosebumps. Goosebumps was definitely kind of like the gateway for me because I actually grew up being scared of like fucking everything, like especially Chucky. Like I would have full blown like panic attacks at like the video stores and everything so goosebumps goosebumps books and are you afraid of the dark the ams family i feel like that kind of like got me like to put my toe into it like it was kind of a safer way to explore horror without like giving me fucking nightmares (laughs) so definitely that oh a nightmare for christmas so maybe that one was the earliest one that i could think of if it even counts but you know we can live um, like Jack yeah. and Sally if we want. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Where are you? <laughs> Where are you? And I'm so sorry. I cannot sleep. I cannot dream tonight. I need somebody and always. This sick, strange darkness comes creeping on so haunting every time. And as I stared, I counted. Webs from all the spiders Catching things and eating their insides Like indecision to call you And hear your voice of treason Will you come home and stop this pain tonight? Stop this pain tonight Don't waste your time on me You're already the voice inside my head That that fucking... When you talk about Nightmare Before Christmas, and I'm not sure if we've really ever mentioned that on the show, maybe once or mm-hmm. twice, but that movie, I, 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 I'm, I'm right there with you. Being a yeah. kid and seeing that, the haunting imagery that Henry Selleck and Tim Burton conjured up, mm-hmm. fucking A. Yeah, that's yeah. I'm that oogie stuff. boogie boy. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I, I used to act out the scenes when I was, I guess I was in kindergarten at that point, and it was like one of those play kitchens, and I would like act out the scene with sally going to make her little concoction and everything and i would get like yelled at for like throwing shit around so (laughs) (laughs) you were over there you were over there making shit to drug that doctor you were gonna drug that doctor and knock it oh absolutely yeah Yeah. and then you know live my life (laughs) (laughs) live your best best life yeah When it comes to horror films, what are some of your favorite? I would imagine that Nightmare on Elm Street or blah, 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 Nightmare Before Christmas would be um, maybe up there or at least an early influence. Or yeah, well, definitely that. And even though I wasn't age appropriate to be watching it, <laughs> I watched uh, Interview with the Vampire. Um, definitely Idle Hands. I feel like that one is another one that is just a classic. That's one of my go-tos when I want to like test someone who's going to be a new friend. I'm like, no, you have to watch this. Whatever happened to Breck and Meyer? I'm just wondering, by the way. I don't know. Cause I, I met Devin Sawa and, um, oh my God. Wait, 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 was Breck and Meyer in that movie though? 
Or am I thinking? Wait, of was he? No, Sawa. Devin Sawa. But yeah, yeah. no, Oops. Devin Sawa is in the new uh, Chucky TV series. And he was in Hunter Hunter. Yeah, no, okay. I'm, I'm caught up on my Sawa, but I am missing yeah. Mike and Meyer for some reason, even though he's not in that movie. Fuck me. Yeah. I don't know. What uh, I'm <laughs> well, I know. I think he still might do Robot Chicken because I know he's friends with Seth Green. Oh. So maybe and, that. And he was That's definitely in fucking Idle Hands. Oh, yeah, definitely. He was Mick. <laughs> And he was fucking hilarious in that movie. I feel like, I feel like he chewed up a lot of scenery in that movie, and I feel like he has the more quotable lines in it. <laughs> oh, look at me! Look at me! I'm Leatherface. And I'm literally trying not to like quote the whole movie as I sit here. <laughs> <laughs> He's that jar in his head, boy. Or, I yeah. Love that shit. Yeah. Oh my god. I need to rewatch and- that movie. Yeah, and the fact that they have, like, references to other horror classics, like, they have a scene on the TV when him and Panabra are all zombied out, and um, Anton comes in to go, like, be like, oh my god, there's something up with my hand, and they're watching uh, Dawn of the Dead, where the apartment complex gets run, like, overrun by zombies, there's that, and then... Uh, Seth Green's character Mick makes a joke about being weather faced with like a turkey cutter. Yeah, fuck it. I like those little. I like those little nuggets in there. And let me see. Definitely Halloween. Oh, and Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Oh yeah. Psycho. The original Psycho scared the shit out of me too, but I actually really enjoyed it for what it was, you know. And it's just it's so fucking iconic too when it's in the zeitgeist of always getting referenced in popular culture so i feel like that's another good one what the the original psycho i've seen bits and pieces of like how you just said like spread throughout my media absorption but i've seen the remake the gus van sant remake oh and people yeah people shit on it and but i gotta tell you i enjoyed it so that you know just throwing that out there for any slasher fans who may never have seen it don't go in don't go in knowing that people hate it <laughs> and maybe yeah. not liking it. I don't know. Well, I mean, it, uh, I just couldn't get into it because I couldn't take Vince Vaughn seriously. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. That was my problem, too. <laughs> well, the, okay. original is, the original is such a masterpiece that, I mean, there's some movies that when you try to remake them, I mean, you're really coming up against a mountain to start with. And to yeah. your point, with Vince Vaughn, I mean, he was just, he was too big in stature. He just, he just... Like I couldn't see him as Norman. I I, I just couldn't right. see. Him. I, couldn't, I couldn't get into it. Yeah, that was. It was just he like, is a big uh, boy. He's very intimidating looking, like by himself. So then you don't really take him as like the meek and mild Norman Bates to where you like underestimate him and you're like, no, he's not possible of harming a fly. You know. <laughs> Whereas Vince Vaughn, it's like, no, he looks like he can fuck someone up. What I did yeah. see as a kid though was one of the um, sequels on Monster Vision. I saw mm-hmm. it was either part three or four, so it's still Anthony Perkins doing his thing. Right. I remember watching that movie as a kid and being like, this is actually really good. But I don't yeah. know which one it was. I enjoyed Psycho too. After that, it sort of came off the rails for me. I forget which one it was, but um, Meg Tilly was in one of them. I I really I don't remember third, which one. I want to say that was the third one. Y'all going to be flipping my yeah. ass at horror trivial pursuit because I don't know who <laughs> Meg Tilly is, but uh, Jennifer oh. Tilly's sister. We oh, should tell. Shit. We should t- we yeah. should t- we should tell Christy that she would enjoy this. She and I talked about uh, horror trivial pursuit a little bit on Slasher 
Yeah. Um, we oh, do yeah. a we do sort of an off the cuff free form uh, thing every once in a while. We call the Dunes Cantina. Um, and we recorded one of those last night, and we played that horror trivial pursuit. And oh, it. nice! Yeah, and, and it was fun. And we found out that we don't know half of what we think we know. Um, <laughs> but I still and, won. I won. Travis, nice. is, Travis <laughs> is just slightly luckier than the rest of us. Yeah, so I, nice. I am the goddamn king. I am daddy, and I am captain, <laughs> motherfucker. <laughs> He's Napoleon. <laughs> I am Napoleon. I'm that little man. Com- I got the god complex, cuz. <laughs> um, all these horror films that you're talking about, and, and mm. a lot of them definitely, I grew up watching all of these. Uh, original Psycho, not so much, but that OG Texas Chainsaw. Oh, that, God, yeah. That shit is the best. That's yes. Look what your brother did to the door. <laughs> Would you have a better time in Texas? I mean, I'm just asking, like, come on. It's uh, the best time. <laughs> that, Sally that, that makes me not want to go to Texas. That makes me want to stay far away from Texas. <laughs> I don't want to be caught up with like the backwoods. Uh oh. Uh oh. We lost you, Christy. <laughs> with how grainy the camera was and everything, it fucking sold that shit. We lost, we lost, you, for we lost you for a few seconds. Oh no. So, yeah, the backwoods cannibals. I don't want to deal with them. I just want to drive past and then that's it. Fuck that shit. Backwoods no. cannibals. How many? How many would you say there are around here? Mm. <laughs> <laughs> oh no. <laughs> maybe, maybe not as much as Texas. I don't know. Louisiana. Def- we we, we have definitely less- have less than Alabama. And less incest. <laughs> and less incest. And less incest. I'm gonna point put that yep. out there too. There is okay. some, but I'm just saying. <laughs> but we do have we do have the vampires and we do yep. have the Candyman. And the Rougarou. Yeah. And the Rougarou. Yeah. yeah. The Rougarou. Uh, wait, we don't okay. have Candyman. Candyman's in Chicago, dude. Nah, bro. His origin story's in New Orleans. Is you it really? Watch the sequels. Oh, yeah, Day dude. of the Dead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, uh, the original. Is it the original mm. one? Yeah. Yeah. Part- oh, yeah. Well, well the, original, the original series, but like it was uh, in the third movie. Yeah. As you find out, his origins are in New Orleans. Yeah, I vaguely remember that one. I remember kind of like soldiering through it because so i was like this is not right. great right. exactly <laughs> i just wanted to watch it just so i could say that i watched it but it was just not good yeah. yeah yeah i try to be if you had a top horror film of all time do you think you have one that's like this is it like gun to your head favorite horror movie ever oh fuck yeah uh, yeah <laughs> american psycho whoa, whoa. nice <laughs> Fuck you, Ricky. Okay. You son okay. of a bitch. Fuck me. All right. Yeah, fuck you. I like it, but I don't love it. You know yeah. what I mean? Really? Like, okay. Wow. Learn, learn to okay. love it. Exactly. Wow. Exactly. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Throw all that in his face. Th- yes. Throw, throw your business card on the table. Make it, make it <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and then the jig business all card, over the place. The business card gag is hilarious. I mean. Oh, you know. my God. You and know. the memes with it too. Oh, the memes with the perfect. Pokemon cards or like people showing cat <laughs> pictures to each other. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that one never gets fucking old. And then seeing, you know, the Jared dancing. Leto. Yeah. Yes. The dancing yeah. and the Huey Lewis yeah. and the news, man. Yeah. Yes. And I cool. love I love that he modeled that after Tom fucking Cruise. Oh, doing the um cocktail deal. No, the whole the whole thing like the whole fake personality like fake upbeat <laughs> yes look it up he 
He used, I think it was an interview with like David Letterman or something that he used as reference. And that's how he thought of, you know, how he was going to play Patrick Bateman. Through an acting role, Christian Bale threw all the shade in the world at Tom Cruise by being like, you fake ass piece of shit. I'm going to model my psycho after you. Yes. That's amazing. Yes. Yeah, he used yeah. The, sun, the sunshine and rainbows Tom Cruise act to build the character Patrick Bateman. Yep. Yeah. He did. Damn. Just the smile yeah. that uh, that like smile and a wink thing that he constantly does. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. That was all Tom Cruise. Yep. Yeah. It's yeah. conversations like this, like that. I'm 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 so thrilled by, and it's it's those types of thoughts that I like hearing. <laughs> whenever you whenever you decided to start your own show, what was yeah. the impetus? Like like you're you're. Li- I'm assuming you're listening to shows or something's going on, and you're like, you know what? Fuck this. I'm gonna do yeah. one. <laughs> well, honestly, it was the whole apocalypse happening. Because I had wanted, I had wanted to either start like a YouTube channel or some sort of way to review horror movies. Because I'm, I'm one of those people like, like what I just did with the whole Patrick Bateman thing. I do that in real life with people. I'm like, oh, that's so and so. They played this in this movie, and I was just like, you know what? I want to do this all the time. Mm-hmm. So I decided like. Well, fuck it. Why don't I start a fucking podcast? Because everybody's starting a podcast. So why can't I? So thankfully, I had a friend who had a microphone and everything. And, you know, it's still still a work in progress. But I don't know. I feel pretty proud of it. I've kind of kept up with it as much as I can. So, yeah, I'm... So I was really excited that you guys invited me on. I was like, oh, fuck. Like, whenever I hear, like, someone wanting to collaborate, I'm just like little old me okay <laughs> oh yeah little old you because your show i've been i don't know how i found out about your show um it probably was instagram if i had to guess or slasher okay and mm-hmm. then i'm like yeah solo caster this show kind of mm-hmm. sort of started that way to a degree i mean I always mm-hmm. planned on having co-hosts but back when the right. show was good yeah <laughs> <laughs> um, damn no it's true <laughs> No, no, it's better now because we get to do things like this, and this is exactly why we do it. And it's the the reasons that you just laid out. I, mm-hmm. I I'm so happy you said what you said because it's all about connecting with other fans, and, and right, we yeah. all love this shit. And I yeah. really enjoy your show. To me, because you. you do like a um a short form, mm-hmm. and I, what I like to do, and this is just my personal listening habits because I'm a long form listener hour right. or more but what i do is you'll put out like three or four episodes and then i'll download three or four at a at a time oh, and nice. just binge through and it's like i get a bunch of different movie reviews and right. I, I just think you're funny so and thank you, have, you yeah and you got some really good comment commentary on these films everyone go check out that horror witch podcast all those um links to her slasher her instagram her anchor podcast they're all going to be in the show notes um, so everyone go there and check that out. And if people want to reach out and talk to you, I mean, besides your social media, they could also mm. hit, do you, do you uh, welcome people to hit you up at that horror, witch podcast at gmail.com. Yeah, I try to, because apparently with anchor, uh, as much as I like it for some reason, when I go to see answers to like Q and A's or like polls or something, it'll say that I have an answer, but then I can't find it. So it would just be easier to just, you know, reach out to me on Instagram, maybe, or Slasher, or that horror witch at Gmail. That's going to be the best way to get in touch with Christy. And I have to ask, because um, Grindhouse is an adopted Cajun. He's he's originally from Minnesota. <laughs> um, but we do consider ourselves a coven of cosmic Cajun witches. 
I have nice. to ask real quick. Yes. Are you a witch? Yes, I am. Yes. That's dope. <laughs> yeah. I'm lazy as fuck, though. <laughs> so whenever there's a full moon, I'll, <laughs> you know, I'll be like, oh, fuck. And then I'll just hurry up and, like, light a birthday candle or something. <laughs> I'll be like, oh, fuck. I guess I got to do, like, I got to put my cards out. Fuck. Like, there was one time I was living in Maryland and I was just outside, like, cleansing my tarot cards as you do with the incense and everything and one of my roommates walked in on me and i'm like you know this isn't going to be the weirdest thing you walk in on so (laughs) (laughs) ricky ricky we're talking to an actual witch right now like we we're we're we try to be dark but we didn't pretend witches and and we we talking about we talking to a real fucking witch also teach me your ways i want to learn some of that creole Magic, oh. that Creole mm. witchcraft. Oh, what, yeah. Oh, oh, oh. Yeah. Well, you'll definitely oh. learn some of the language. I can tell you that. Okay, we'll, I'm here for it. <laughs> we'll teach you. We'll teach you the Cajun, the Cajun ways. The Creoles are. You have to go somewhere else for that. Oh, okay. Yes. Yeah, so right. This is a they, whole different level. Of, they, they are. <laughs> what kindred. the hell did he just say? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> they, they are our kindred, but but yeah. we, are, we are two different sects. I will. I will admit. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I've started a glossary and most of it is just like question marks, but like a date that yeah. Travis said it. I want to follow up what you said. I, we, we need to do a Dunes yeah. Cantina episode where we do the, uh, the Cajun, the cosmic Cajun glossary. We'll, we'll, yes, we'll sure. Or yes, dic- or dictionary or whatever the fuck. That dude. would be fun as hell. We'll Cause sp- it would be enlightening for me. Cause I, then I know what you're saying half the time. So I'm still, <laughs> I, w- I was kind of I was kind of nervous because I'm like, am I going to be able to understand what's going to be said <laughs> with my Yankee oh, no. accent and everything? <laughs> Speaking of, uh, let's say Le Bon Ton Roulet, and we're going to move on to something we've never talked about, even though we've covered two of the films in this franchise. I want to discuss the Kandarian demon. It has been a number of years since I began excavating the ruins of Kandar, the group of my colleagues. Now my wife and I have retreated to a small cabin in the solitude of these mountains. Here I continued my research undisturbed by the myriad distractions of modern civilization and far from the groves of academe. I believe I have made a significant find in the Kandarian ruins, a volume of ancient Sumerian burial practices and funerary incantations. It is entitled Naturan de Manto, roughly translated Book of the Dead. The book is bound in human flesh and inked in human blood. It deals with demons, demon resurrection, and those forces which roam the forest and dark bowers of man's domain. The first few pages warn that these enduring creatures may lie dormant but are never truly dead. They may be recalled to active life through the incantations presented in this book. It is through recitation of these passages that the demons are given license to possess the living. The Kandarian demon, or demons, is a demonic entity that interacts with the world of the living. It was once used as a tool by the Dark Ones, but was put into an ancient slumber. It's tied to the spells and incantations scribed in the Necronomicon Ex Mortis, or Notarum Demanto, waiting to reawaken and claim more souls. From a storytelling perspective, the Kandarian demon first appears in Sam Raimi's short film and the basis for the Evil Dead within the woods, originally released in 1978. 
In that story, the entity called Tinga is the soul of a dead witch doctor. Woo woo. Once the film was made, Raimi took more Lovecraftian approaches and he brought the Book of the Dead into the story with its unknown powers. Also, in the original shooting script for The Evil Dead, the Kandarian demon was described as a demon that roamed the forest and jungles. So you got that, you know, otherworldly dark bowers of man's domain. The Kandarian demon has the power to infect and control mortals, resurrect the dead, possess animals and objects, and seems to be unkillable unless in physical form. And typically, up until this film, the way to kill the demon was through bodily dismemberment. I know now that my wife has become host to a Kandarian demon. I fear that the only way to stop those possessed by the spirits of the book is through the act of bodily dismemberment. I would leave now to avoid this horror, but for myself, I, I have seen the dark shadows moving in the woods, and I have no doubt that whatever I have resurrected through this book is sure to come calling for me. So the, the, this has been the franchise-long antagonist. The Kandarian demon itself as a force, and normally we see it like rushing, you know, rushing around, first-person perspective through the woods and everything. But when it, uh-huh. when, when it infects people, though, they become these uh, foul-mouthed sailor demons. Um, <laughs> they, the, 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 the Deadites are the lewdest, most fucking crude-ass horror villains i think like they're up there with with how they speak and you know i'll suck your cock pretty boy and yeah. Ev- yeah. everything else it's always they always allude to sex and violence like yeah. that that's what the kandarian demons are like i'll swallow your soul mm-hmm. i mean it's so it's sensual and it's fucking it's annihilation yeah. at the same time i fucking love that shit about the kandarian demon and the dagger goes along with it. Um, Ash and his friends find the dagger next to the book in the first film. That dagger doesn't get brought up enough, but the Kandarian dagger as an implement for like fighting off the evil dead, man, I wish that would be more prevalent in the franchise. I I, kind of really do. Uh, The cool part about the evil dead game that came out is they really grasped on to different parts of the lore as you go through the game, because Hmm. you do have to go through and you have to get the dagger. You have to find the lost pages. You have to assemble the book. You have to do the whole thing. Um, oh, that's cool. Yeah, it's really in there. It's a, it's another one of those things that Ricky and I play on the side with like some of the Chuttle boys and stuff. Um, so if Travis ever gets a good laptop, he can play too. Yeah, obviously, yeah. <laughs> obviously Christy, you're welcome to join us. Find find a find the Chuttle the gaming Discord, and we play all kinds of oh. scary all kinds of scary crap. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Hop, I'm hop down for the, that. Hop in the Discord action. We got the nightclub Discord and that Chuttle the Pod Discord, and that's where everybody's playing the games i'm um they don't let me play but i'll play eventually one day oh, yeah that's what yeah. it is travis oh my god they don't let me okay <laughs> henry okay, the red gonna... is my main on evil dead it's yes great. he is and you are awesome <laughs> at him the red. ricky the red ricky the I'm red a, i'm gonna officially start a gofundme to buy travis a new laptop so he stops <laughs> crying in his beer about not being invited <laughs> 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 I don't get I don't get to join in. I don't, that's just straight up what it is, is that they don't let me. No, but uh everyone go check out the nightclub discord and shuttle the pod discord. And for that matter, the check Joe out Blow the fucking discord Joe too. Blow Horror Show Discord, motherfuckers. We're all we're all over the place.
if Christy and any of her fiends want to get spooked, I want to get spooked right now. I want to get spooked real quick. I want to begin tonight's midnight ritual. We're going to go over to Castle Moonskull. We were, we were here We were here at the Tavern of the Setting Sun. We didn't mention that, but yeah, you know where we're at. This is sword and sorcery time. This is not just a horror film. This is going to be that fucking medieval magic, and we're going to do that fucking thing. Uh, tonight, in order to see this movie, what you're going to want to do for your midnight ritual, you're going to want to read from the Book of the Dead. You're going to want to travel through time, cosmically, by the way. Mm-hmm. Love crafty and Lee all mm-hmm. over the place. You're going to want to rescue um, Sheila Kashibe. And <laughs> you're also going to want to get uh, swept up in the arms of a winged demon angel and flown off to meet Evil Ash and get married and live happily ever after. If you haven't seen Army of Darkness, cry off the podcast now. Shop smart. Shop smart. smart. <laughs> Army of Darkness, or The Medieval Dead, is a 1992 American (laughs) dark fantasy comedy horror film written, directed, and edited by Sam Raimi and the third film in the Evil Dead franchise. Starring Bruce Campbell as Ash Williams and Evil Ash, Imbeth Davids, I hope I said her name right, as Sheila, Marcus Gilbert as Lord Arthur, Ian Abercrombie and Fitch as The Wise Man, uh, Richard Grove as Duke Henry the Red. Bridget Fonda in a cameo as Linda, Ash's OG love interest. And Ted Raimi going hard as oh, yeah. fuck <laughs> yes. in numerous roles in the film, including voicing a lot of the skeletons. Ted Raimi did his part in this motherfucking thing. Ted Raimi is mm-hmm. big. Let's get the hell out of here. <laughs> Dude, I don't that- want to die. <laughs> The oh, skeletons yeah. are endlessly quotable, and they are the best. Oh, yes. my God. It's so awesome when they have their army that they have so many extra soldiers that they actually have a band in the army. Oh, yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. What? The flute, the, there's a, there's a, there's a, a oh, band yeah. in the, the army. Flutist and the flutist. Yeah. The drummer. Drum, yeah, the drummer is the, the best. Drummers. I just, oh, I just love yeah. That. And there's so many scenes. Like I, I had to watch it because I could not find it streaming anywhere. So I no. actually had to, I had to watch it on freaking DVD of all things. Same. <laughs> excellent. Excellent. But I, I was looking at the skeletons and there's so Arr. many places where I could see the fishing line moving. Mm. Hell yeah. And it made me love it even more. Like, I, yeah. I, oh, yeah. Just... Well, it's funny you say that because same thing with the DVD. I, I don't even remember where the hell I got it. I must have gotten it at like a horror convention because I got excited and I bought it. I'm like, well, fuck, I can't find it anywhere. So yeah. Uh, apparently with Greg Nicotero and Bob Kurtzman and Howard Berger, at one point they were using like the same skeletons over and over again. They're like, we're going to get our fucking money's worth. (laughs) And they would like blow some of them up and then like, just put them back together, dress them up in a different way. So that was really fucking neat. And yeah, I, I love the whole like fishing line thing. There's one where they literally just built like little skeleton feet to go across the drawbridge and <laughs> it was never seen again. 
<laughs> Somebody went home with that shit. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, definitely. Originally, Raimi wanted to set Evil Dead 2 in the medieval times, but he couldn't for budgetary reasons. But then our boy Dino De Laurenta stepped in, and he was like, hey, I'll finance this this next this next picture. Uh, Raimi wrote <laughs> the script for with his brother um, Ivan and was inspired. This This is a full-ass list of inspirations right here and a, a hardy one. Mark Twain's A Connecticut Yankee in King Arthur's Court, Jonathan Swift's Gulliver's Travels, and films such as The Seventh Voyage of Sinbad, Jason and the Argonauts. The Three Stooges was also a huge inspiration, and oh, yeah. uh, Conan the Barbarian, which fuck okay. yeah, yeah. yeah. To, to take the film where it goes, you know, it's horror roots, and then and then jump over to this medieval setting. I mean, Rick, this is this is perfect for us doing a sword and sorcery crossover. At least, at least in my eyes, yeah. Evil Dead and and sword and sorcery itself it's like i've I've been waiting to get here man and i know you love this movie uh, from your childhood this is this is yeah this was the first evil dead movie that i saw i didn't know what evil dead was when i saw Mm -hmm. this i was like this whatever this is i love it (laughs) i didn't find out those other movies until way later without a doubt for your sword and sorcery uh kind of crossover without a doubt one of the best combos of Call it what it is, sort of a Dungeons and Dragons slash horror movie. Yeah. Sure. I mean, and if you, I think this is one of those movies where it made people sort of bleed in both directions. You mm-hmm. know, so, so you could go and say, well, maybe I, maybe I like horror more, but I saw this. So maybe I'm going to go watch, I don't know, Conan the Barbarian or something like that. Fuck you know, the Slayer. So, mm. Yeah. Just, <laughs> <kind of> <laughs> yeah, boy. <laughs> this movie was filmed in Bronson Canyon. Um, which is popular for films to be shot in California. The Vasquez Rocks Natural Area Park, also very famous in Hollywood. And also on a soundstage, techniques employed include introvision, stop motion, puppetry, animatronics, explosives, and the kitchen sink. They fucking threw <laughs> everything in here. And by the way, that, that fucking cosmic skeleton band you were talking about, they're playing the theme composed by Danny fucking elfman that's another throwback to our uh nightmare Uh, before christmas right there i thought it was i didn't i don't know why i didn't look it up but it did i was sitting there and i'm like this sounds like danny elfman (laughs) fucking a that makes me so happy now (laughs) the main theme is danny elfman's but we do have returning composer joseph laduca who did all the scores i've got some bits of trivia and and christy thanks for throwing that in about the skeletons um during filming the Oldsmobile, this is insane, by the way. This I didn't know this until watching this movie and doing research for this film this time. The Oldsmobile 88 falling from the sky was shot twice. Mm. During the first attempt, a 25-ton crane lifting the car fell due to mechanical problems and toppled over the edge of a cliff at the quarry <laughs> location where the filming took place. Thankfully, nobody was hurt. And the crane operator jumped from the cab before the crane went over the edge, so nobody got hurt. Oh That's awesome. And yeah. they were they were able to get it on the second shot. Um, they brought in a heavier crane. I think it was like an eighty ton. And I deal with cranes for my job all the time, like flying heavy pieces of equipment and buildings and stuff all over the place. So to see something like that must have been <laughs> like like oh my god. Yeah. I, I picture Chris Farley. I don't know what movie, but he's like. <laughs> Oh my 
God. <laughs> was that was that was that um that was Tommy Boy. That was Tommy Boy, and they were in that guy's office describing a car crash. And he's yeah. like, the new guy's in the corner puking his guts out. And the other guy's like, oh, my God. <laughs> Let's say you're driving along the road with your family, and you're driving along, la 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 You're driving along, you're driving along, and all of a sudden the kids are yelling from the back seat, I gotta go to the bathroom, Daddy. Not now, damn it. Truck tire. I can't stop. Ah, ah, ah. There's a cliff. Ah! And your family's screaming, Oh my God, we're burning alive. No, I can't feel my legs. In comes a meat wagon. And the medic gets out and says, Oh my God. New guy's in the corner puking his guts out. Uh, During the scene where Ash is being pelted with rocks, and I love this, I love this, because this is a, this happens throughout the whole fucking franchise. Mm -hmm. Fake rocks were used, but to get a more realistic reaction out of Bruce Campbell, (laughs) Sam Raimi was throwing potatoes at him, and that's the the (laughs) shot that was used in the film. (laughs) Of course it was. (laughs) Sam Raimi notoriously loves torturing Bruce Campbell when they make these movies. That's good. I was yes. just going to say that because I give Bruce Campbell so much fucking credit and I don't know how he's not all sorts of fucked up right now <laughs> from how much damage he's gone through through the whole series, you know, doing his own fucking stunts. It's he, fucking insane. Also during filming, during the climactic sword fight at Arthur's Castle, Campbell suffered a small gash to the face when a decorative pin from his cape hit him during a stunt. Mm. And so he got taken to a plastic surgeon and the doctor, he had to actually get the injury pointed out because the myriad of special effects, scars and cuts Ash's character had accumulated <laughs> during the story. Right. So he's like, which, which, well, which one's yours? Like, which mean, one's real? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. A few little, a few little fun ones right here. S-Mart is actually a chain of grocery stores in Mexico. So nice. Mexico shops S-Mart. <laughs> This movie was released in Japan under the title Captain Supermarket. Nice. That's amazing. <laughs> that is amazing. I need that on a shirt now. That's the best. <laughs> that's the best title. Buck Tetsuo, the Iron Man. You get the cap. You get Captain Supermarket. Campbell, Captain <laughs> Supermarket. Yeah. Or and- on a poster with oh. him with the Smart outfit on with his boomstick and everything. Could you imagine? It has he- to be somewhere. That image of him like holding the gun out with the American flags behind him. Yes. Yeah, that would be a Captain yeah. Supermarket right there. <laughs> America, fuck <laughs> This was the first and last studio film that Bruce Campbell starred in as a lead. Wow, mm-hmm. that's a shame. You know, yeah. Well, and, shame. and I agree with that, and I think you're a hundred percent right. But he's definitely left his mark, and he is beloved. He's beloved more than yes. Tom Cruise's fake ass. Oh, definitely. <laughs> I think people who love Bruce Campbell love him more passionately than they love Tom Cruise. With reason, you know? Oh, yeah. Like, there's good yeah. reason there. Because I I haven't gotten to meet him yet, but I definitely want to. He is like a fucking god whenever he goes to conventions. And he takes the fucking time to talk to people He'll be your voicemail if you want him to. Like, he doesn't give a fuck. He's all about it. So, not like Tom Cruise would be doing that shit. So, no, fuck no. Shout out to Bruce Campbell, the goddamn best. The chin. 
Yes. Oh, the, the chin. chin. <laughs> the chin of all, all ages and eras. Yeah, from the medieval times to the modern times, because that chin is immortal. Yes. <laughs> I talked about going to, um, and I'll make it short, Travis, but I talked about going to Alcala and meeting all the Terrifier 2 people. And nice. he, sa- he said Travis for editing purposes. <laughs> yeah, I, did. I did. Well, I'm trying to be short and concise, but I, I love the fact that you can go to some of these cons and th- this is part of that kind of like rejuvenation or revitalization of horror, the Renaissance we talked about, where all those people were there and you could talk to them for free. You could mm-hmm. get in line and talk to them for free. There was no money that changed hands to say hello, which right. I thought was really awesome because I've been to enough horror cons where it's, I've told my Lance Henrik- Henriksen story where I met him at a con and he was outside and he's like, don't tell it want- again. I can't, I can't. Well, it makes you sad. It, yeah, it makes my heart, you sad, my heart he, can't also bear it. I, I, know, I was ready to say, I was ready to dump him in your honor, and you fuck oh, y'all wow. both. Y'all both betrayed me I for Lance Henriksen. Y'all both well, did. Yeah. No, both of y'all fuckers. I'm a, he's I'm bishop, a fucking, though. I'm, he's I'm a bishop, man. Yeah, I'm I know, a horror but stoolie. fuck I can't him, nightclub. Yeah, it was just brutal. Like it was that bad. If you'll talk, if you want to talk to me, you'll pay for it inside. Like, oh, okay. oh my god! <laughs> wow. what? Okay, okay. So, so that made, oh my god, that makes me even more happy than Christy. what? Wait, wait, yeah, wait. It makes you happy. Oh. No, 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 no. Oh fuck him! I'll, right? I'll, I'll fuck finish. Him yeah, we'll we'll fuck him. Yes! But also, no, yeah, <laughs> no, because that's really fucked up. <laughs> no, yeah, that's no, that's fucked. You don't fucking Go say ahead. that to someone who's excited to see you. She you know, <laughs> I got to meet Terry Kaiser for free, who plays Bernie in Weekend at Bernie's, okay. because he heard me complaining about prices. <laughs> And uh, he just came up right behind me. He's like, hey, gives me a big hug. He's like, hurry up, take a picture, take a picture, take a picture. I'm like, oh, my God. So I was cheesing really hard on my picture because I was so happy. He didn't have to fucking do that. He could have been like, well, if you want to talk to me, you got to pay. You know, like that's fucked (laughs) up. So he saved me a good 40. Yes. He's amazing. Hashtag the best. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) He was so sweet. And another one that was really sweet was William Sadler, who was in, you know, he played Death in Bill and Ted's Bogus Journey. He played the hero. I forget his actual character's name in the um, Tales from the Crypt Keeper movie, Demon Knight. I forget mm-hmm. his friggin'. Anyway, he plays the hero. He was the sweetest person I've ever met, ever. And so he you know set the standard for anybody else i ever met because he was so gracious i had my bill and ted vhs and he was like oh my god i'm so honored to be a part of your childhood oh my god thank you so much for coming out he gave me the biggest hug i don't even think he charged me for a picture because i definitely paid for an autograph but he was so sweet so be like william sadler everybody (laughs) <laughs> yeah, don't be a Lance Henriksen. Be a don't yes. be a Henriksen. Be a Sadler. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I've got two more pieces of trivia for y'all, and we're gonna dive into this motherfucker. Bill Mosley, who we know and love, plays yeah. a uh, a dead the smallest captain. role ever. Yeah, he's he's got a little cute role, and Patricia <laughs> Tallman plays the possessed witch. They both starred together in Tom Savini's Night of the Living Dead as Johnny and Barbara, so they had a recurring. Oh, yeah, they had a, yeah. another another relationship working on screen together in the same wow. film, so I thought that was pretty dope. Oh, I didn't know That's that. That's awesome. And lastly, I, I got to mention, and I want to watch this one day, 
because apparently fans have done this. All three Evil Dead films can be seamlessly cut together. And um, yeah, you get like a mega long horror epic that dives into sword and sorcery. So one day I got to watch the Evil Dead mega compilation film. Mm. You know, the whole trilogy is one. I need to find this cut somewhere or make one myself because it can easily be done. You can easily cut from part one to part two from part two to part three without having the introductory scenes and all that and make right. it one continuous story. I, fuck finding it. I, I think, I think I'm going to get the films and, and do my own version. So there you yeah. go. One day there's going to be it. a nightclub evil dead cut. Yeah. yeah. I've, seen it, I've seen it on YouTube and then it keeps getting taken down. It, it'll oh, last for like a couple of days and it keeps getting, but there's a couple that are like pretty bad. Um, like mm. not good, but there's one or two out there where, yeah, it does. It does sling it together into this weird, jumping back and forth in time but it's mm-hmm. it's it's damn near seamless yeah and the story just gets Ooh, honestly I the story know just, it would do that i would do it as this, one long cut the story yeah. no th- no this the one that i saw was like a back and forth jump in time like it kind of popped back and forth and but it was really seamlessly done and the the story honestly just got better and the one the one gripe that i i had is there was a couple where they had where he had a hand and then didn't have a hand and it was like, mm. oh, come on, guys. That, that, that's just basic evil dead right there. <laughs> you had um, one job. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. It's Do a I straight a line, you motherfuckers. Hand? No hand. Right. Hand. right. No hand. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> just so. tuck it in your shirt, Bruce, and just leave it there. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Al Bundy, the motherfucking time traveler. <laughs> <laughs> Let's travel through time. Let's go back to 1992 and talk about Army of Darkness. The film opens with our hero Ash retelling the events of Evil Dead 1 and 2, but really it's more just part 2 because it only involves Linda. (laughs) And we jump to him as a slave in the year 1300 AD. We've gone back to the end of Evil Dead 2. And um, it's shot differently, but that's what you can expect from these movies at this point. It's kind of following suit and tradition. Evil Dead 2 had an introduction that was not the same as Evil Dead Part 1. And so Evil Dead 3 looks different than Evil Dead 2. I'm I'm down with it. The consistency doesn't necessarily matter. And again, a supercut would would help with that. But Ricky, does this give you a little slight Phantasm vibe? Just slightly. Like with the dream logic of, of, of always retelling the introduction. Like it's always sure. like it's yes. slightly different. Yeah. Yes, yes. What? Actually, the first movie has all it. the friends and Linda. The second film, it's just Ash and Linda. The third film, Linda is Bridget Fonda. I mean, <laughs> right, right. Just, you know, tossing no, her now, hair. Now that you mention it, yeah. yeah, that is kind of phantasm. Bridget Fonda, big time Hollywood actress, was a huge fan of the Evil Dead movies. She wanted to be in this movie. I think that's so dope. That is dope. Yeah, that makes me like her even more. Somewhere in England, Ash, along with his weapons and the Oldsmobile, fall from a time rift in the sky. And, and the tree. Oh, and that little tree, that little mm. shrubby. That, that, <laughs> the, the, the shrubbery falls <laughs> in the sky. <laughs> 
he's quickly approached by Lord Arthur and his knights. Oh, dude, imagine if this would have been Monty Python meets the Evil Dead. Oh, oh my okay, god. That's a mashup we need. <laughs> that's a mashup we need for real. I didn't think about that until just now. <laughs> oh fuck. Coconuts. And, there would be coconuts and, and, and deadite armless and legless knights, oh and there'd be a, the deadite rabbit. Look at the yes. yeah, bro. So many possibilities. <laughs> real quick before because we're going forward, but we do get a title card, Ash or Bruce Campbell versus Army of Darkness. How cool is that as a title card with the ghostly letters and the imagery? It's dope. That whole intro oh, yeah. is dope. Yeah. It's amazing. It oh, makes that's... you pumped for it. You're like, all right, let's fucking go. And Bruce Campbell is quickly approached by Lord Arthur and his knights who've captured their enemy, Duke Henry the Red, and some of his men. They suspect Ash to be one of his fucking, you know, comrades. For some and- reason. Yeah, it's just, <laughs> it's like, whatever, you're part of this, even with your crazy, I like it that they're stabbing, they're stabbing yeah, at yeah. the fucking car. Yeah. Oh, what what piece kind of, of armor, armor is, is this? this? Yeah. <laughs> like, they, they actually dropped the car for this, and they packed yeah. it, they packed it full of sand, so as it's coming, they're in a place where it's like there's sand everywhere, but somehow the car's already got sand in it, as it's falling, <laughs> I just, something about that is just absolutely awesome, and then he, he summons the wise man and he's like, I think he's the one that was foretold in the book. And he's like, or he's one of Henry's men. And it's like, fuck it, lock him up. And they, just, <laughs> and they walk him off. It doesn't matter that he looks just like the depiction in the book. It, yeah, exactly. it does not yeah. matter. Yeah. 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 Well, and, and stupid little problem that I have with this, but this is just my brain. Uh, Travis and Ricky will know this well, Christy. <laughs> if you come <laughs> back, you'll, you'll get to know it. They have him in the chained up stockade, but his hand is a yeah. stump. He yeah. could have just pulled it out. Right. Yeah. That just bugs the shit out of me. I don't know Ooh, why. <laughs> Grindhouse. Grindhouse, you need yeah. to be a writer on this fucking movie because he you could have had a cool almost escaped. Because they they'd have got him to get the story keep like keep it going, but that'd have been a cool little scene where Ash almost gets loose. Because of the comedy of this movie where he just like pulled his hand out and went, huh. And then just stuffed it back in. Just, right. Just to keep things going. <laughs> <laughs> That's even better. Like, why even risk it? Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. He's surrounded by guys in armor. And he still he still does fight though. He fights them. And I mean they have to they have to slap the crap out of him to get him to like chained poke up. him and whip him and shit. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Dude, he go he goes into oh, the castle's called Castle Condar, by the way. Cool tie into the Evil Dead lore. Yeah, Condar. Yep. But Ash Ash gets beaten by kids, townsfolk. And Sheila goes up to him, spits in his face, and rips his hair so many times. I'm just like, God damn. And hard ripping his hair. The sound effects, the sound design. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah, Sheila goes hard on him for real. (laughs) It's like... (laughs) Well, and I love some some of the background scenery. Like when they're first coming up to the castle, it's like... Oh, yeah. This is just me, but if I have ever seen a cardboard castle before, it's probably that one as they're walking up. But then they have so many scenes where it's like between the, the gate coming up and the drawbridge and everything else, it just looks so it looks so good. Yeah. It's like, but that first scene of that castle, and it's like somebody drew that and they just put it, <laughs> put it in the background. Well, <laughs> and that that's and that's the intro vision. Like that's some of the stuff that they were working with. And yeah. even yeah. though even though it's dated at this point, this movie like like the first two, they have their lo-fi charms, and and oh, I yeah. think I think this oh, movie, God, yes, you have a movie that's made for I think the the movie was made for like eleven or twelve million bucks. 
which is not a whole hell of a lot, but in 92 for this type of film, you're talking serious money. And, and Raimi got to flex on this movie and God yeah. damn did mm-hmm. he ever. And I also, I do love that um, Ash, he's, he, he has brought before this imposing pit with an iron door and he talks to Henry right here. But not one of my vassals. Who are you? Who wants to know? I am Henry the Red, Duke of Shale, Lord of the Northlands and leader of its peoples. Well, hello, Mr. Fancy Pants. I got news for you, pal. You ain't leading but two things right now. Jack and shit. And Jack left town. Mm-hmm. This dialogue is some of the best, and this movie is littered with yeah. quotable scenes. <laughs> Tell him I don't know this guy. Yeah, <laughs> my, fav- my favorite line from this scene, though, is from a off-screen character who suddenly just steps in and eats a piece of moldy bread. Yes, yes, yes. and it's that old lady who's like, "Into the pit with those bloodthirsty Sunderbores." <laughs> yeah, bro. I love oh, her line. That lady's always oh. been my favorite. Yes. <laughs> oh yeah. I hope to become her. Yes. Yeah, someday. She's goals. That, that's what I aspire to be, is that lady. I'm not even <laughs> I'm not even remotely kidding or lying in any sort of fucking way. God <laughs> damn it. Well you shouldn't have gotten you shouldn't have gotten that haircut because you were like halfway there. Oh well, damn. Arthur sentences them all to the pit. Henry, all of his men, Ash, and one of Henry's men gets thrown in first. And what follows it's is a oh. torrential fountain of blood. Yeah erupting more, from this pit. And the blood geyser. Yeah, more blood than 10 human bodies could possibly hold. It's glorious. <laughs> and it we, is so bright red. This has got to be over 80 pints of blood. This has got to be gallons yeah. and gallons of blood. And it's the one shot in the movie because this franchise is notorious for blood. Oh, yeah. We right. finally get, you know, and this is it. So savor it. A lot of blood. And mm-hmm. Christy, you said it right. It's bright red like that giallo blood. Yeah, that it just looks like they got a bunch of red uh, paint from like I don't know Home Depot or something, and just went to town. They're like, "Yeah, this will do." I fucking love this. And as a kid, I saw this movie for the first time ever on the Sci Fi Channel, and they left that scene in. Oh, Ooh, oh, yeah. I, want, I wanted to ask everybody, um, <laughs> s- s- since I'm bringing that up, how did you? Which version of this film did you watch? Did you watch the director's cut or the theatrical cut? No, sure. I I think I've seen the theatrical cut because same thing. I saw it on cable, so it might have been sci-fi. I'm not sure, but definitely not the director's cut. So Grindhouse, yeah. you watched director's cut? Yes, sir. I'm not sure. And Ricky's not sure. All right. So when we get to the end of this midnight ritual, I've got I've got a divergence. So we're gonna we're gonna do some fun things. After Henry's man gets fucking spurted all over the goddamn castle, next up is Ash, and he tries to plead with Arthur, but Sheila throws a rock and hits him in the head, and he's like <laughs> stumbling and bumbling. He's like, you got the wrong guy. <laughs> wait, wait a minute. You, you got to understand, man. I, I never even saw these assholes before. It's so great. And then he gets pushed into the pit. He's begging, man. He is basically begging for his life. And he does it, that that perfect gymnast somersault. All the yeah. and bumbling. <laughs> and then he gets kicked in the ass and he just goes. 
<laughs> like he was doing like an Olympic dive or something. Yeah. In that uh, poop water, that old stinky oh, water. Oh, yeah. This is when we get the pit witch and the pit bitch. Two fucking awesome deadites, one after the other. The first is more traditional, and it's it's more of the human form. And, th- you know, this gives us what we've known from this franchise, some of the creepy shots. Raimi's playing around with the camera right here, this entire fucking scene. And Bruce Campbell is being tortured on screen some more. Yeah. And eventually the, the spiked walls start closing in, a la Star Wars. That's the vibe it gave me, you know, when yeah. they're in that fucking the yeah. junk crusher Trash shit. compactor. Ash gets reunited with his chainsaw, thanks to the wise man that Grindhouse Strange mentioned Strange one. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <They> just, <laughs> oh, is the super reach. Yeah. And it magically just fits and tightens itself perfectly on his stump of a hand. Fuck I, yeah. I, yes, it does. Yes, it does. The, I love the fuck physics. It's good to be the king. Yeah. I, I just love it. <laughs> yeah. Fuck. Fuck physics of matter. I love it. It's good to be yeah. the king. <laughs> good luck follows Ash Williams throughout the entire franchise. Good and bad. It really does. That's his that's his that's the ticket. He has good luck and bad luck. He's constantly either being like bombarded by fucking deadites or you know, by praise and, and, and women. I'm just saying he is a yeah. He, yeah. He, he's a cocksmith. That's 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 <laughs> It's part of it's part of his character, and I'm just saying, like you know, whether that represents you know uh, the ideal male now or or whatever. I think even back when they were doing these films, they were poking fun at the classic heroic type. Sure. And, and even though he does have that as a feature of his character, I still think they play it up, and like it's 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 over the top. It's like, of course he sure. gets the girl. Yeah. Of yeah. course he you know woos and swoons and everything else. You know. Oh, blacksmith. We don't know he's a blacksmith yet, but we see him with his fucking long ass mustache. He loves <laughs> the hand getting severed gag so oh, much. Oh yeah, yes. he does. Yeah. <laughs> his laugh is so infectious. I love him. Well, and so much of this pit scene is just these wild gymnastics. Like when the one demon's coming at him, and she's just doing backflip after backflip after backflip. Yeah, right. hammers him to the ground, but then he's like, "Oh, really?" And grabs her with his ankles and flips her into the water. It was like, uh, "Oh my god, yeah, okay." It's like, am I watching the like the Olympics or am I watching a horror movie here? I mean, and I can't ever remember the 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 head guy's name of the castle. For some reason, his name well, it's, is constant. No, it's 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 Lord Arthur. Yeah, like when Lord he, Arthur. Oh, oh yeah, duh, that, that kind of makes sense. Yeah. But then he just pops him in the chops and is like, okay. Well, he does. Yeah, he does. He does, are he does the old, your old shoes yes! yeah. routine. <laughs> yeah. He's like, he Mortal Kombat uppercuts yeah. his ass out. Cold. Yeah, he does. You know, your shoelace is untied. <laughs> he intimidates <laughs> and frightens everybody, like, because now he's got mm-hmm. the upper hand. Yeah. Yeah. Who wants some? Who's next? Huh? Who wants some? Huh? Who wants to have a little? You. You want some more? Huh? You want a little? But my thing is, how did he get him to look down if, you know, he's not going to know what the fuck shoelaces are untied? Like, he's still, I'm like, all right. Lord Arthur is that's a very best. gullible man. Bless that's the Lord. cosmic part of it, though. You should have <laughs> well, that's, that's the yeah. dream logic. That's the phantasm yeah. part of it. It's all fucked up. Fuck it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Nope. Christy, this is, this is the astute observation. 
And, yes. and, and I'm being honest right now. Lord Arthur is a moron. Well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but his heart's in the right place. He is right. He's, he's doing well. his best, man. He is. He, is, he pulls yes. it together. Yeah. His haircut. His haircut. His haircut's the best. It's a 10. It's a goddamn It's a 10 out of 10. 10. It's, yeah. it's the best bowl cut I've seen. <laughs> oh, yeah. Can we just call him Lord Farquaad from now on? Yes. That's a yeah. medieval mullet, cuz. <laughs> 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 he dogs the entire castle and he sets Henry's men free. Yep. So he gets the, the upper hand for sure. Everyone's cowering to him and the crowd's constant reactions are priceless. <laughs> they, Sword yeah. boy. Yeah. Sword, Sword boy. boy. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and then he, yeah, then he blasts his sword. He's like, all right, you primitive screw heads. Listen up. See this, this, is my boomstick, and it just the whole crowd is just like, oh, <laughs> oh yeah, it's still, it's, it's like a sawed-off coach gun, double bit, like in this day and age, nothing basically. I love how he goes off on his whole tirade about shopping smart and shopping at S Mart. Yeah. It doesn't oh, yeah. even yes. matter. Cobalt blue steel, for a hundred and nine ninety-five. Oh God, that's awesome. Yeah. After oh. Ash blows Arthur's sword to pieces. And then he calls them primates. And that's yeah. my favorite yeah. part. <laughs> 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 oh, to cut you off, but I just... No, 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 no. He literally calls them primates. Uh-huh. <laughs> well, then you have your... The second demon from the pit pops back up. And he, he blasts that thing. We have some more crazy gymnastics. Crazy gymnastics <laughs> as it throws double, itself double into the pit. Dumber backwards somersault back into the pit. And you see Sheila. And Sheila kind of has that... Oh, yeah. <laughs> she's swooning already. Oh, she, yeah, swooning. It's the swooning from spitting to swooning. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. That whole first you want to kill me, now you want to. you want to kiss me? Yeah. Whoa. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's that's yeah. That's following up. Like after Ash fucking drowns that pit bitch back in the watery tomb, you get Ash the hedonist grapes. Wine, oh, oh, yeah. them grapes and the, the turkey leg, the giant yeah. turkey leg that looks ah, good. Yeah. A whole giggling harem, <laughs> yeah. Bruh. And the king's standing there, like sitting yeah. there looking at him, like, yeah, Lord Farquaad's like, like what is this dude doing? Wrong. Like, this, that's supposed to be me right now, <laughs> yeah. Like, exactly. what is going on? <laughs> the wise man tries to tell Ash how you know I can get you back to your time, but he, they're interrupted by. That fucking possessed witch deadite, that that old that old deadite lady. Yeah, but and I love this scene because Ash dives in real quick. He's so experienced at this point. He's like, "This is a trick. Get an axe," alluding right. to the bodily dismemberment that we need in order to get rid of these demons. But also, I want to say real quick, the lighting effects being on camera in this scene when the witch is levitating. Yes, and this movie has levitation. Perfect. Which, which that pullback, that hard pullback with a yes. When she air. jumps up, yes. I love that. I love it's it. also red. Yeah. And that bubbling cauldron is good. Yeah. And the camera work are oh, perfect throughout the entire skirmish. When they're running back and forth, and it goes from uh the, the witch deadite to getting shot to the 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 blacksmith. Yeah, it, it, it keeps going back and forth, back and forth, and it's all one shot. This is Sam Raimi just doing his fucking thing. Yeah, and that scene there, I just and then she fucking hulks out and just starts punching the shit out of everybody. <laughs> <laughs> Hearing yeah. a dead eye with an old yeah. English accent is the yeah. dopest. I'm yeah. just saying. 
like you will never possess the Necronomicon, like how you yeah. said. Yeah. yeah, dude, that is so fucking the wind. Dope. Yeah. Oh, yeah. The, oh, there's wind, the wind going. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's they got cool. that Fulci yeah. Phantasm wind machine. Oh. <laughs> but we're back to the gymnastics again. He's slinging her out. He's kicking her. She's spinning. She's doing all these things. And she's like, and then he gives her the over the shoulder, <laughs> just boom. <laughs> I like how he does the Bruce Lee thing where he's like, yeah. like a samurai, oh, like yeah. a like a ninja warrior. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he yeah. just does that big sigh of relief afterwards. I'm like, you know what? That that would be really satisfying. And this is the <laughs> first time in the franchise I want I want to make mention because up until now it always took bodily dismemberment or or fire or sunlight to get right. rid of the deadites. This movie, apparently, you can kill them With by just sh- shooting them. Yeah, like, and I'm not against it because of how cool the scene is. And then we we pop on a little bit further, and he's got his bionic hand. And he just oh, goes, he makes, yeah, he makes so oh, yeah. yeah ties back ties back to Evil Dead too, right? Yeah, yeah, so good. Yeah. The just the way it's the way it's shot. Yeah. so good the close-ups yeah. of everything yeah well, we made we made our little night for for any listeners out there who want to see it go to our facebook and it's the pinned first post on the facebook for the nightclub we oh, shot man, our own yeah. little intro video and we do some of them Raimi close-ups and it's totally inspired by movies like this and evil dead 2 this this shit is the best when he makes his hand it's like suddenly Ash can make a gauntlet out of some intricate <laughs> tourniquet system. <laughs> right. And th- then he gets some medieval nookie real quick. True. Still though, I want to, I want to live. He had in the a help world. of the wise man though. Oh, he for totally the, did. And not, yeah. not for the nookie. Not for and, the nookie. But for the, uh, <laughs> right. No, for the nookie, yeah. he was a total dick in that scene, by the way. I just yeah. want to yeah. say like yeah. Sheila brings yeah. him a blanket yeah. and praise and, and hope and, and, and apologies and everything. Yeah. And, mm-hmm. she, and he fucking is a, dick and she slaps the fucking shit out of this is this is where we truly get the ash that we know for the franchise because this is when he's really like leaning into the cowardice and the the dickishness Mm -hmm. and whatnot Mm -hmm. like when he comes back with the book and like they they're lavishing all this praise on him and he's like yeah i get it okay great (laughs) and he finally has enough and he's like get the fuck out of my face (laughs) (laughs) Oh shit! It's my I favorite. still want to though. I still want to live in a world where, like, I'm downstairs in my shop, and it's like, "What are you working on?" My hand. I'll be there, <laughs> there in a second. Yeah, dude, that can... thing crushes a goblet of metal. Yeah. yeah, and I love the reaction shot from Sheila into Blacksmith. Yeah, yeah. they're like, oh, yeah. oh, they're like the crowd from earlier. Oh, yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> the next morning after his medieval nookie, Ash is brought to a trail by the wise man and several knights on horseback, and he's instructed to follow this trail to the unholy cemetery and retrieve the Necronomicon. Before he does, however, he's instructed to recite this phrase: "Clato verata nictu." And Ash gets pissed. Yeah. Well, and I, when when he's there, his voice in that in those scenes, whatever they do to his voice, because he's normally it talking, so epic. Yeah, yeah. And then all of a sudden he's like, "Clatu, Varicta." <laughs> That's us explaining to people why things are cosmic horror. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and, and it's also <laughs> us trying to explain Cajun speak. Yeah. Yes, absolutely, yeah. exactly. Yeah, that's exactly right. Fun fact. That phrase is a 
uh, derivation from the the phrase in the or uh, they the guess. earth stood still. Yes, yes. The I think in that movie it was Klaatu Barata Nikto, and in this yeah. movie it's Klaatu Barata Nikto. Well, and the full blown the full blown comedy aspect of this, I just I don't know for yeah. whatever reason, I just caught this today and it made me think and then it made me laugh when he was trying to figure out the word and he goes, God, I know it's an N word. Yeah, <laughs> it has to be an N word. I, and I don't, I just, I don't know if it's like today's current climate. But no, I, I laughed. Like, I laughed too. I no, like, it's still, I, yeah, I, I, I just still holds. Like, Ashes chased through the spooky, foggy woods after yeah. this, first on horseback and then on foot by the evil force. And this is a great throwback to yeah. the first two films. The zipline mm-hmm. cameras. I love the yeah. zipline cameras. Yeah. Well, really? Ash escapes into the windmill, and this oh, takes yes. this is our official cabin of the movie. This is right. where we get our cabin scenes. Yeah. And yep. the Sam Raimi psychological breakdown. That we get in parts one and two. In part one, it's towards the end. In part two, it's towards the beginning. But we're having it here now where the evil is starting to break down the door and then it stops. It's going to fuck with Ash. And outside, it it just suddenly turns into day or, well, day to night, rather. It wasn't until these two watches I did for this film, I did the director's cut and the theatrical to do this review, that I caught on to the windmill is the cabin setting this is but done oh in a, yeah oh also i love i love I, I wanted to mention when ash is running through the woods from the force i love that his chainsaw is is um equipped to his hip like it like a sword would be like a knight so his yeah. sword is a chainsaw i thought that was cool but standing in for the haunted cabin the windmill is is running amok and ash is making a fire he's starting up a kettle and then he sees himself in a mirror. And, and runs. he runs at it without a yeah. thought, bro. He just he runs at it. <laughs> Why did he do that? Why? <laughs> he just runs straight into it and destroys it. And there's just fucking mirror shards all over the floor. And he's looking at it like, oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> And all the little ashes from his little shards come to life. And this is some other, is this Kandarian demon shit or is this Necronomicon shit? Like, I don't know what magic is taking place here to make this happen. Maybe both. It's the Soul Man. (laughs) (laughs) All these little evil ashes come out from the broken glass and they're tormenting real ash. They stab him in the ass with a fork. They try to shoot him with the fucking evil fork, though. I mean, fork. Not a regular right. like kitchen fork. It's basically a mini pitchfork. Mini pitchfork, yeah. <laughs> right, right. In the butt cheek. Yes. Oh, yeah, yes. they get them good. Yeah. Little he, Ash is a vibe. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, with that medieval fork though, Ash does manage to impale one of the small ashes. That that's yeah, that's I like that. A slight amount of brutality. <laughs> and yeah, for, yeah, but then they, he gets his face stuck to the stone. <laughs> yeah. Oh, keeps... so they are just. Oh. <laughs> They don't give a fuck. He uses a little mini coal shovel to get his face off the stove. Yeah. (laughs) But somehow does not have a third degree burn required in hospital. Right. Yeah, he didn't didn't get the night of the demon treatment that 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 guy got from the Sasquatch. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Lands his ass on the stove. Oh, God. They pull a carry and they drop a bucket of grits on his head, (laughs) Sha. Oh, yeah. God, they they don't. They drop a bucket of grits on him. God, they fat. And then he tries to stump one of them out while singing, 
London Bridge is falling, falling down. down. <laughs> My yeah. fair lady. Yeah. <laughs> That's some little Ash is being pricks, man. Little Ash holds up a nail and, and Big Ash holes. steps on it. Yeah. Little Ash holes. <laughs> I, think that, I think that might be our episode title. Little Ash holes. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> Yes, yes. Little assholes. That's good. They cause him to slip on the grits, man. And he goes out cold and he wakes up tied down to the floor and he's forced to swallow. And we I have got it. The best worst effect of the movie. Yes. 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 <laughs> oh. It's so not the best, but it is the best at the but same time. What's up yeah. with the what's up with the quick cut between it looking shitty and then it looking great when they're holding his mouth open and the camera's plummeting down. Why does it go from looking so bad to looking so good? I don't know, man. I think just budget. Yeah. (laughs) The technology of the time, bro. Yeah. I love that shit. He's invaded by this little Ash and he's like, would you do this? Would you fucking drink a kettle of scalding water to no, fucking fuck? No, no, no. That no. scene always bothered me as a kid. Yeah. I was like, no, don't do it, bro. Yeah. What's yeah. he saying? He's like, oh, you want to taste? Want some hot <laughs> chocolate? Yeah, hot chocolate. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you'd be it's... dead four minutes later, but and oh. now you get the body horror because holy yes. shit, because he has an eyegina on his shoulder. Lucio, oh my god, yeah, in his grave. Lucio oh. Fulci's rolling. <laughs> <laughs> the the eye, eye the thing shoulder. always freaked me the fuck out too. Mm. Oh, definitely. He's just like itching. He's like, what the? We get body horror place. and werewolf howls at the moon. Mm-hmm. Right now. Man, if there's one relic I could take from this movie, it would be the other half of Evil Ash that he's wearing while he's crawling around. <laughs> yeah, the crab, the crab walking. Yeah, I think yeah. that was the scene that like stuck in my head as a kid. Like, cause you know, when you remember bits and pieces of a movie, but you don't necessarily remember the whole thing. I'm like, was that a fever dream? Did, did that actually <laughs> happen? Like, what was this? Right. Yeah. That scene in particular, that, that one stuck with me. ass crab walk downhill. <laughs> yeah. 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 And this is How where is we the... get the birth of evil Ash. Oh, I'm sorry. But like, for me, I, this one thing that I, I noticed with this, how does, how does evil Ash have the metal hand? No, 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 no. Hmm. Evil Ash doesn't. Well, oh no! At that when point, he does. When they're first joined, how does Evil at Ash that have point the metal he hand? Does. And then even when they're like they're crab walking, as soon as they're crab walking, then all of a sudden he doesn't have the metal hand. You know? Yeah, you, you make a good someone point. Someone done fucked he, up. He was dream on logic. the right side. He should have came off with the with the metal hand. Phantasm well, yeah, but, dream logic. Well, but if he's but if he's a, <laughs> if he's a genetic copy, but the bad Ash, he should have a stump, right? Should no, he oh, he should no. have a regular hand. He should have a regular yeah, hand. Yeah, regular I'll hand. Even, I'll even go with that, but he had the metal hand for the first part of it. Well, and and hmm. again, dream logic and, and fuckery. Fuck this franchise. Yeah. <laughs> it, it's still, it, it, yeah. Yeah, fuck it. Don't, His, don't, don't, don't good, ask good, questions. Good, like good, yeah. Travis, <laughs> is, Travis is a little goody two shoes. Goody oh. two shoes. Goody goody two shoes. That scene's a 10. I'm bad ass. Yeah, you're just good. You're ash. good ass. Yeah. And then he just slaps the shit out of him. I mean, <laughs> like he's like, is this is this Ash's first go around with these deadites? Does he not know how this works? Right. <laughs> oh, he knows how <laughs> it works <laughs> because he fucking loads up real well quick. Gauge. to the nose. Yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and this is where you get a divergence. And I want to say right now, 
there's two different scenes in the theatrical cut you get because ash is you know evil ash is like yeah you're the good little two shoes regular ash says after he shoots him in the fucking face by the way good bad i'm the guy with the gun Right. But but in the original cut, I like this line more. I ain't that good. Yep. Fuck yeah. I like that's, that line a little. Yeah. Director's cut. That's what I got. Yep. That's a little yeah. bit more like Ash. After our flashback scene to the original, where he ties the body up to a board and cuts it up. This is the scene that gives us the goods. Yeah. Um. When he drags, got, when Ash got a drags, something on your face. What? <laughs> oh, the comedy in this movie is nothing short of priceless. I mean, yeah, it's n- nothing short of fuck you comedy. That's what it is. Timeless too, and I love it. But well, I, I think I know where Travis is going with this because okay. now we have that awesome dismemberment scene. Yep, the fucking shot of the windmill and yeah. the fucking yeah. chains and yeah. Like that. yeah, it's so good. This is this is where another the movie, callback to Evil Dead too. You you said it perfectly. This is one of the darker scenes in the film, and this is the it's implying the dismemberment. And Ash knows what he has to do. And fuck yeah, man! Ash and Evil Ash's scream sells this shot. Oh yeah, yeah. it's dope. It's Whatever up, effect yeah. they put on it is awesome. And, and like Grindhouse said, the headless burial and, and oh and, yeah, it takes yeah. you right back to Army of Darkness quick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, you, and you get the cross, which is yeah. also from parts one and two. So it, again, this movie is nodding to its original films, and this movie was marketed as a standalone. But fans going back will find the fuck oh, out real quick. God, yes. And then we get I, to the big stone altar which i love i love the big stone altar with oh yeah Yeah. the unholy cemetery with three books yeah no one said (laughs) three books (laughs) do i take them all do i just take one i I love this line that stinking wise man he was so busy filling me with his secret little words and his phrases and his bullshit Behind book number one is a vortex that sucks Ash in, and he looks like Mo from the Three Stooges. Sucks him off screen. Yes. Yeah. He comes out looking like Ash gets sucked off screen. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) Is this the first time? In the whole franchise, yeah. Yeah. When he comes out, you know who who he looks like? He looks like Roy from Friday the 13th, part five. (laughs) Oh, my God. That's exactly what he looks like. Oh my god. Every time I see it, I'm like, oh my, that's Roy. That's totally Roy. Behind book number two is a pair of teeth, and this is the Batnomicon. It's the Batnomicon, all right? And it's another great example of little things fucking with people, a la Phantasm. Yeah, Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's that Phantasm time right there. And before Ash grabs book number three, he remembers that he needs to say the words. Plateau. Barada, necktie, nectar, nickel. Definitely an N-word. Klaatu, Barada, God damn, and we we already talked about how this was definitely an N-word. I know it's an N-word. 
Yeah. Ash yeah, fucked that's, it up. That's us explaining why Godzilla's cosmic okay, horror. It's us explaining that's it. why uh, <laughs> Willy's Wonderland is cosmic horror. I don't know why everything's <laughs> cosmic horror. It's all cosmic, cuz. Yeah. Ash fucks oh. it up. He botches the spell. The cemetery headstones start launching into the sky, and a storm breaks out over the entire countryside, so and the dead rise from the fucking grave. These scenes right here, the stop motion animation, the skeletons pulling themselves out of the ground. The skeleton hands. I'm sorry. I'll do that again. How dare you? Skeleton hands first, though. So good. Oh, yeah. That would they rip Ash a new asshole? And (laughs) this is more of Raimi fucking like loving to fuck with Campbell. Yeah. These these skeletal hands get, dare I say, kinky. (laughs) <laughs> yeah yeah oh yeah oh yeah fisting you know yeah, I, shoving yeah. bones in the mouths <laughs> yeah, oh bro. i You're i have so a little good. i have a little uh factoid about that so apparently when he gets fisted in the mouth <laughs> they actually did that backwards so oh, nice. yeah so bruce was like yeah okay beat the shit out of me but uh they were like okay so we're already we're already gonna put the fist in your mouth and then we're just gonna do it like you know, rewind it backwards and everything. So it looks like he's getting punched in the mouth. Oh, nice. Okay. Yeah. Cool. I yeah. love the scene where there's so many hands that they couldn't even fit them without putting <laughs> some coming from above it. <laughs> he's just screaming and they all come in and punch the shit out of him. Yeah. <laughs> this is top notch why this movie is fucking doing its goddamn thing. And Ash's line, get your damn filthy bones out of my mouth. Like that is also... I like um, when there's one in his nose and he's like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. He's getting that booger pull <laughs> after Ash escapes. Evil Ash is resurrected. And yeah, Ricky earlier, what you were talking about when Ash enters the castle and he's like, get the fuck out of my face. <laughs> <laughs> that happens right here. Cause Ash comes back and he gives the wise man, the book of the dead. And he gets grilled on like, you know, did you say the magic words or not? And Ash is like, yeah, well, you know. More or less. More or less. Basically, I said them. Yeah, basically. (laughs) (laughs) I have not said every single syllable, but I basically said them. Yes. (laughs) Wise man's pissed. He's like, you fool. You've awoken the army of the dead. This is when you do get the cool fucking skeletons, though, like in all. Yeah. Yeah. This is the Harryhausen starting right here. Hell yeah. Yeah, Mm -hmm. definitely. And I love the skeletons. Like, they'll dig one up, they open the coffin, they pull him out. And, and he's like, coughing. He's coughing. And then <laughs> the one guy, like, but it's, like, so nice that the one skeleton helps the other skeleton out of the grave and then hands him a shovel and was like, get digging, yeah. bitch. Right. I, just, I, just love it. I just love that. I <laughs> like, shall command sir. every worm-infested son of a bitch who ever died in battle. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Oh, it's just that whole scene, the whole great that whole graveyard is like uprooting and building the army. It is just beautiful. And fishing line and all, it's beautiful. Ash wants to go home. He's fucking pleading with Arthur, and he's like, a deal's a deal. Arthur agrees, but he's disgusted. The blacksmith, the blacksmith is disgusted. Everyone's disgusted with Ash. <laughs> and they, I love how the, they all keep repeating, like, I knew I couldn't trust him. He couldn't be I trusted. I thought he was the one. <laughs> I put my trust in him. <laughs> so they just, he's a traitor, he is. <laughs> <laughs> Sheila, though, Sheila is Bay always. Yeah, she <laughs> and tries. she rushes to his side and is like, you know, 
you're the best and you're going to save us and Ash is a dick again. Yeah. And yeah. all this his... What we call pillow talk, baby. It was just yeah. pillow talk. <laughs> Come on, dude. God. He's breaking oh. her heart and then the winged Ricky demon swoops in and captures <laughs> Sheila. Why you gotta be a Ricky demon? And flies her away <laughs> to the ca- like from the castle to Ash's lament. Like he's so he's upset. And evil Ash is erecting his army of skeletons. Erecting. He's delivered. Yes, yes. I, I mean... double entendre. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'll, I'll go with it. I write these things a certain way. I will have you know I put thought into this. I know you do. I'm not saying yes. it's good thought, but I know you put some thought. In it's it's some thought. Listen. <laughs> all right. Okay. We're okay. all understood. Okay. okay. Yes. So <laughs> he, he rip, <laughs> evil Ash rips Sheila's skirt her shirt down and and like we're getting we're getting this monster makeout scene and it's it's rapey but i do yeah. i do want to point out that sheila doesn't completely object not completely and she does she get objects. turned over to the yeah. evil she she per- yeah well yeah, she, she doesn't, tries doesn't. to fight him off a little yeah, bit she's not like she's not enjoying she's it scared. by the screaming I yeah she's just terrified yeah well, okay but i want to believe in my heart of hearts that when whenever she wakes up and she's like I'm evil but it feels good or whatever she says, I just want to believe there was a small part of her human nature that we all have inside of us, the darkness that she that, just, she, that she maybe liked evil Ash. Yeah, I just want to hope because well, but you can I, even see later she's not into it though. When they ride up to the castle and he's like, I'm gonna be the king and you'll be my queen, and she's like cleaning her nails with a dagger and she's like oh yeah okay I attribute that to behind every great I never noticed that there's a great woman I I love I love the fact that when they reveal like her deadite self and she's all evil now and like the only thing he can say is who rules (laughs) like he's trying to show off and shit Yeah, but all those scenes where he's like Give me some sugar, baby, and he's like, with this, like the teeth, where he's like, with that crazy, yeah, yeah. I, oh, well, he's got, he's got the under, underbite, the underbite from hell. Oh my god, yeah, does, yeah. I get your point about that. Yeah, we're we're in medieval times; things are different, whatever else. But well, no, no, that's not my point. My point was, yeah. I was just hoping she somewhat enjoyed it, becoming slightly evil versus hating everything, because she seemed to enjoy herself once she was transformed. And Sheila is the first example in this franchise of a not fully transformed deadite. She's right. still cognizant of who she is, but she's something different. Like this movie's doing different things. And is it paying attention completely to the lore? No. Is it making new new uh avenues in the lore? Yeah. Making it more confusing? Possibly, but I'm still there for it. Ash convinces everyone left in the castle to fight the army of the dead by his side. And shout out to the blacksmith for getting that slow golf lap to yeah. of doom to happen. Cause he's the first one. And then after that, everyone else slowly joins Ash. And the and, one guy, the one guy, you can count on my steel, but he holds up a torch. Like, that's yeah. Not, yeah. <laughs> that's not your steel, dude. Like, I want to point out that the blacksmith is the first one to say something. Yes. He yes. Is. Yes. Yeah. That's oh, why he he's absolutely. big. He is well, the he best. Keeps, he, keeps, he pops up through the whole movie. He's an absolute badass. Well, yeah, in the next scene, he helps Ash. They intend to use the aid of science in their battle, so they bring in the trusty Oldsmobile, and in the trunk of Ash's car, they find a few things. They find the books Chemistry 101, Steam Plant Operation, a Dark Horse comic book, and an issue of Fangoria, by the way. Yeah, so yeah, there's some horror nods right there. Yep, yep. Yeah. And, 
Like, well, they they they, they <laughs> he comes prepared. He comes prepared. <laughs> they re- what was the Ash going to school for? I I have no idea. He was in college. Blow shit Michigan, up, Michigan. Michigan blow shit up. <laughs> he was a goddamn pyromaniac. <laughs> Ted Kaczynski in training. I love it. That's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Ash Ted is Kaczynski young... is bae. I'm just going to say it right here, right now. Oh, no. You can cut it out if you want. No, I'm not. Ted Kaczynski I'm not is bae. That out. That's staying in because he is bae. I'm going to second that. I'm not I, will. Nope. I will. I will. I'll second that shit. I will not. Kaczynski is bae. Hashtag. Ash is fucking with all this shit, and he does get the, the blacksmith to help him. He also like he brings shit to the alchemist and he's like make gunpowder and they reconstruct the Oldsmobile to be a fucking fighting weapon and then he trains an entire squad of people to fight. Yep. Ash is yeah. crazy. He is literally yeah. living a comic book life. The way Yeah. <laughs> it's exactly what that it scene is. cracks me up. After night falls, the army of darkness approaches the castle and Ash and company ready for their breach. And you get shots of the skeletons, the castle, evil Ash, Sheila, the army chanting death to the mortals, and then the flaming arrows of pyromancy technology. <laughs> this scene is – this whole scene is a 10. And, and also we're in the third act now, so this movie is ramping everything up. As the army is trying to breach from the south, Ash launches catapults of hellfire moment after moment scene after scene of these fucking skeletons getting blown up the things they're yeah. saying i like the bagpipers they're with their dirty bags they got they, <laughs> the they also came prepared <laughs> right but then they well all... he did say he, he was gonna get every worm infested son of a bitch yes, that he did. ever and died think, in battle so. and i think he got them but then, like <laughs> when all the when they're approaching the gates and then all the soldiers knock their arrows and they, they all light their fuses, and there's a couple. Oh, and he's like, he's like, wait, wait. And there's a couple of guys looking at the fuses, like, um, like, Dude, the, like the hurry up, touching that one guy's hand. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. And the one started to like spark, and he's like, go. And he's like, oh shit, thank God. <laughs> Before I blow my fucking hand off, thank you. Or my entire body into little red puddles of goo. Yeah. Oh, while this entire yeah, scene's happening, there's a little cute crew of skeleton boys that bring their own drawbridge, and this allows them yeah. to start ramming the oh. entrance in. Mm-hmm. And just before they get inside, Arthur admits to Ash that he was I was wrong about you, Ash. Right. And 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 I thought that was dope. Like Arthur, he, he's a dummy, but he's been here the whole movie, and you know, he's been fighting he alongside Ash, and he tries. Oh wait, wait, real quick. Um, apparently, also from the DVD, uh, a lot of the skeletons, like the guys in suits, these are actually like women because they were actually able to fit in the suits, and they were like, oh, you know, and they have the endurance, and they're able to like move their bodies in certain ways. So I thought that was like a cool little tidbit. I would imagine if 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 a lot of them probably were like dancer types or you know people who yeah definitely kept their bodies up and to be able to move in those suits and small for, frames and whatnot. for the suits to be smaller yeah, yeah it, it would make sense that it'd be it'd be women that would that would fit those roles and and those performances from all the skeletons like running in there and fighting you got the stop motion but you do have the actors the actresses in suits and they fucking nail that shit um yeah they really sold it 
right here, you, you do get Ash fucking running off as the coward, but he comes back yeah. with his fucking Oldsmobile. And like Grindhouse said, it's Blades of Death. He cruises mm-hmm. back in. <laughs> I love that they put a steam whistle on it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's mowing down all the scalies, man. This is his groovy chariot. And also, this is a 10. This whole scene's a 10. Dead oh, Eye yeah. Queen, she's doing her Dead Eye tricks, and yep. she's looking like the mortal Sheila causing Ash to wreck. And, and I do ba- love, I do just love the shots of her and the car together and mm-hmm. the way it flips and rolls in front of her and just mm-hmm. it's so good. How about all the laughing skeletons we get in this scene, scenes previous, where they're fighting and the skeletons are just like <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> just, they're just laughing. Yeah. And they're the fucking best. Evil My Sheila. favorite skeletons coming up. I'll let y'all know. It's <laughs> right now we got evil Sheila versus Ash and he he eventually throws her into the pit, and Arthur is he's holding off skeletons from the neck and Necronomicon, but Evil Ash shows up, and that's kind of ass at that point. That's when Ash comes in, old school hero style, like fucking Errol Flynn. He's fighting skeletons. He's fighting Evil Ash. Um, Sheila s- shows up, and he basically throws her off a ledge. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he does. And we get Ash versus Evil Ash part two. So where Ash won before, here we go. Classic sword fighting and the fight on the stairs. Every, everything about this scene is a 10. The entire fight, the choreography. You're Ash, going down. I'm going up. <laughs> <laughs> this, this is all old school Hollywood stuff. But it's being done through the frame of Evil Dead in a medieval setting. And it's like, how can you not appreciate everything happening in front of your eyes right right here? Like, this is so cool. Ash flipping over Evil Ash and stabbing him in the back, setting him on fire. The swinging Mm -hmm. from the rope and he's like, tally-ho. Like, that's that's, that's all old school Hollywood stuff, man. And Sam Raimi and crew... We're paying tribute to things they grew up watching, and I think that's really mm-hmm. fucking dope. Like that's the vibe oh, yeah. I got. I think my favorite skeleton's right around here. It's before Ash grabs onto the rope and cuts it to let the uh, weight fall and kill the little guy mm-hmm. who's crawling. He's the one that has a knife in his mouth and he's got the yeah. legs, so he's like, oh, "Yeah, get her now." Yeah. <laughs> That's that's where my obsession with people having gizzards came from. <laughs> that's why every time someone gets hit in the gut or I get hit in the gut by something, I'm like, right in the fucking gizzard. <laughs> After this, we get full on Harry Housen with Evil Ash as a skeleton fighting Ash. And the sword fight ensues. Evil Ash has Ash over the ledge. He's breathing fire. Another feet from the the deadites that apparently they can do but ash grabs his counterpart and he well i, I love that he grabs the sword with the iron hand the, the gauntlet hand he gets flung to the ground and ignites a fuse there's this catapult full of fucking gun gunpowder all right so the alchemist did their trick and he falls down lights this shit he's evil ash has the necronomicon this army is fucking coming in and then Henry the Red shows up and this gets held over from deleted scenes because 
there's some deleted scenes where Ash goes and recruits Henry and his men. And I really feel like they should have left that in the movie. I think that would have built mm. the, the character of Henry more. Right. Um, yeah. But we only get him at the beginning and at the end in the, the- theatrical and director's cut. In the deleted scenes, there, there, there's a little bit more. But Henry comes in and he is skull crushing. Like, oh, yeah. when Henry comes in, that's the best skull crushing I've ever seen. The powder's flying. Yeah. And I love how when they ride up, they crest that hill. Like, all their torches are green for some reason. It's just so gnarly looking. Yeah. At the very end here, Ash cuts off Evil Ash's hand that's holding the Necronomicon. He gets hold of it, and he cuts the rope holding the catapult tight. So Evil Ash goes blazing into the eternal void. <laughs> <laughs> like like, uh, like yeah. uh, the Jabberwocky? Yeah, the Jabberwocky action, because Sheila I comes back. to trace across the firmament. fucking evil ash traces across the firmament sheila comes back to life and arthur and henry they have a hug it out session right there real quick and they merge kingdoms so yeah i wonder what that's gonna be like at this point ash is awarded the elixir that if taken correctly will take him back to his own time and so a tearful sheila sees ash off outside the castle Ash barricades himself and the medieval Oldsmobile in a cave using dynamite, and he gets distracted while taking the time elixir. Instead of six drops, he mistakenly takes seven. Gravely, I might add. Ash awakens bearded and covered in spider webs, then climbs out of his cave to find a post-apocalyptic landscape of civilization in ruins as the film ends with Ash laughing in madness. But if you watch the theatrical cut, Ash <laughs> returns to his time and his job at Smart. He's telling a coworker all about his journey through time to his coworker's fucking dismay. Oh yeah, <laughs> Ted Raimi over there. Ted Raimi. <laughs> Did you say the words right this time? <laughs> yeah. he, he did not. And now we get the Smart de- demon deadite that. We Yo, that. that's that that's that nineties Giga Karen right there. Oh my oh, god, yes. Yeah. <laughs> she birthed yeah. all the other Karens. <laughs> <laughs> that Karen dead I throw down cuz Lady, I'm afraid I'm gonna have to ask you to leave the store. Who the hell are you? Name's Ash. Housewares. Come get some. Sure, I could have stayed in the past. Could have even been king. But in my own way, I am king. Hail to the king, baby.
I do like the other ending better, though. Well, where he's like Van Winkle. Yeah. <laughs> yep, that's exactly right. He he gets the long beard and he wakes up and he's just like, no. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah I it's agree. more cosmic. I like it better. Yeah. <laughs> the deadites in this film don't follow the same rules like we talked about. Mm-hmm. Um, the old witch during the hedonistic ash scene just becomes a deadite for no reason, and mm, yeah. also he shoots her dead, so that's different. Different than bodily dismemberment. Even 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 watching it younger, I was like, "Well, this isn't how the movie. It, that's not how that's supposed to work." But like growing up and and seeing this again, I'm not so distracted by the lore. I don't mind that it changes. Yeah. Um, I think it, you could even such as he- life. Yes. Yeah, say la vie. You could even head cannon the shit out of this and make it to where the deadites were different back in the 1300s. Whatever sure. you want. Um, 1349 hit different, cut. <laughs> getting into my final thoughts, Army of Darkness is one of those out there concepts that was extra lucky to make it to film. Pulling together the horror of the Evil Dead, the adventure of sword and sorcery, and smothering it in a comedic sauce instead of just blood. The craft is at peak. Creativity unbridled except for studio meddling. There was some studio meddling with the cuts, but... Because, of all, course... Yeah. Fucking studio meddling. All in all, it wouldn't hurt to have some gore or a few more buckets of blood because, you know, it's Evil Dead. And I think. And you you miss it. You miss it when you don't see it. When when it comes to this film, Bruce Campbell coming into the character of Ash fully is what propels the story forward, I think, ultimately. And without him, this movie wouldn't be the same. I've talked about how amazing everything is in this film. I'm going to say it right now. This film is a fucking 10. 10. Yes. As of right now, it's probably my second favorite in the franchise after the first. Yeah. Yeah. Well, going all the way back to the the original Evil Dead and this movie sort of, it it sort of struck out from the whole thing, like trying to get away from the cabin in the woods feel. But to your point with the, with the windmill scene in the movie, they did bring you back there, which I thought was pretty awesome. The comedy in this movie is priceless it's absolutely priceless they had fun at every possible opportunity and if if i'm watching a horror movie that can occasionally scare me and occasionally make me laugh and like just find me in that kind of like middle place all the time i I love that i i just do and this movie did that great characters great comedy not so much on the blood other than the first scene from the pit where they had like 75 gallons of red paint shoot out of the pit um (laughs) But that's kind of where they they finally gave Ash his place as being a badass mofo. And mm-hmm. I like that. Overall, I mean, the skeletons, the skeleton band, the digging up of the graves, evil Ash and his loose jaw. This movie, I'm going to give it an eight and a half. Yeah. Um, Fair. I, I, I like this movie, but I, I also love this movie. I, I've seen it in excess of probably 50 times. I, I've watched it over my life more times than I even want to think about. It never gets old. It gets better every time I watch it. I pick up something new every time I watch it. And the fact that I can sit down and I can just talk about it. And for the record, Travis, I made no notes tonight. None. Ooh, which is damn. not which is not something wow. I usually do. I And I did. Damn. I made no notes. Made no notes, but I can still talk about it because it's that memorable to me. Mr. Rickles. 
My my good sir, I know this is your favorite of the franchise, so no doubt this is a fucking ten. Well, the whole franchise is a ten. Yeah, but but this one is my favorite purely for nostalgic reasons because it was the first one I saw. I was very young, and my dad, my parents were not into horror at all, but every now and then my dad kind of was. So at an early age, I watched. And I've told this story. I, I watched the thing with him, and it traumatized the fuck out of me when <laughs> homie's head comes off and goes legs. <laughs> but this was another movie that my dad was was you know he had he didn't like the other Evil Dead movies, but he liked this one a lot. From an early age, this one just made a crazy imprint on me. And like I said, I didn't even know what Evil Dead was the first dozens of times I've seen this movie. It, it, it's really special to me. It's got the comedy. It's got awesome callbacks. It could use more blood, sure. But, you know, we get a we get a blood geyser. Mm-hmm. We get an awesome winged Ricky demon mm-hmm. that I just found out <laughs> is me for some reason. We Because uh... you bay. Because you bay and that demon's bay. bay. Yeah. We got oh, Sheila. Wow. Oh, Sheila. We get the blacksmith. <laughs> Henry the Red. I mean, the characters, the... This movie's a 10. I don't know what to say about it. If you're not sold after watching it, then you probably never will be. Uh, You know, it's one of those things. It it speaks for itself. It's my favorite of the franchise, and it's a 10. So I didn't know that it was part of the Evil Dead franchise. I thought it was a standalone film until I learned otherwise. And it's still, yeah, it has that rewatchability it turns the comedy up to 11 and Ash just gets to be the badass the whole time. Like, yeah, he starts out as this timid guy. He's kind of traumatized from seeing literally everybody he knows fucking die, you know, having to behead his girlfriend and everything. (laughs) Like that's not fun. (laughs) And that's uh, not a good time. That's not a vibe you want. Yeah, no, it's not happy memories. So no, I really like how much more confident he is. Like, yeah, he's a little bit of, like, a chauvinist, I guess. But who cares? Like, I'm able to put that aside and be like, he's fun. He's a badass. Like, let's let him be the badass that he is. And that this movie is actually what sold me on the Ash vs. Evil Dead series. Because I was like, fuck yeah, it's going to be like Army of Darkness? I'm yeah. fucking sold. I'm watching the shit out of this. And I did like how, you know, it was out of the out of the woods and everything and the out of the time travel element to it. I really dug it. Hell and yeah. yeah, I think it's a 10. 10 out of 10. 10 out of 10. Grindhouse, you're the only one, you son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> I think this movie is fucking phenomenal. I'm glad we all have a good time fucking talking about this, watching this. And for the podcast, for the nightclub podcast, this is a um, a big deal. Um, we, we finally yeah, we finished, finished a franchise. We finally finished sort Yay. of a sort franchise. Of, sort of. We have yeah. one more movie to cover before another movie comes out. So we'll see where yeah, that goes. Yeah, true. Um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, oh, it's so, going to be great. I'm so oh, excited. I can't wait. Oh, my I'm God. So that excited. trailer. Mommy's with that the maggots yeah. now. Fucking <laughs> trailer. Oh, hey, hey, old girl from Vikings. I, I don't remember her name right now. 
I'm excited for her because oh. because she's bae and <laughs> I didn't that makeup is so good. I didn't even I recognize know. her. I didn't even recognize oh. her. I had to read that it was her. <laughs> We're gonna so do amazing. that. That fucking oh trailer, though, God. the one spot in the trailer where there's like a ceiling vent and the ceiling vent pops down and something crawls out. Yeah. Oh, oh my God. They're doing right. they're doing this franchise has yeah. done it before. Oh it's God. it's escaped its setting. And people people who are going hard on the new movie being like, you know, oh, they're leaving the cabin. They're going to something else. It's like, well, yeah, the franchise did that before. Off. Yeah, we've fucking been. Yeah, yeah, yeah. we've been doing that. <laughs> We just exactly. talked about it for fucking two hours. I mean, yeah. Right. <laughs> so go fuck yourself and fuck get, the get cabin. fucked. Right. I mean, yeah, not so fuck the, the cabin is bait, but you know, still. <laughs> it's not, well, it's nothing still... new. Yeah. Uh, and the claustrophobia of it, of being yeah. a small apartment. Yes. You know, I want right. to see if it's just going to be that apartment or if it's going to be the whole fucking building is fucked. I kind of look both. I hope it's the right. building. Yeah, that's I hope, that's both. <laughs> yep, no, I hope, I hope we like focus a lot on kind of like in the movie Demons. I hope we like focus Ooh. on one area. Yeah. And we yeah. just find out how fucked up it is in the later half. Yeah. <laughs> that would be yes. so great. I honestly, I just hope it's better because I, I really didn't like, I don't, what year did it come out? Was it 2011 or 2012? 2013. The 2013 there we go yeah. yeah the remake i did not like it that one pissed me the fuck off it made me so angry you're alone <laughs> you're alone here i no, know no, she, no, she, no she's not i know no, she's not. oh okay okay son of a bitch okay, you didn't like it either it's a goddamn 10 full, out of 10 i did not like it full disclosure here full disclosure so travis told us we were going to be talking to you and i'm like okay i'm gonna go check yeah. out your podcast Right. I went right to your Halloween ends episode, and I think yeah. I actually told you this on Slasher. I'm like, you and I yeah. are going to be friends forever. <laughs> so, I mean, oh, because yeah. Chris so, is wrong. It's not her fault. I am wrong. not. I am not okay. wrong. No, Travis, You're just wrong about Corey Cody no. and everything you said. Yes. I heard your episode. No. Okay. Wait, wait. <laughs> Wait, are we that. talking Halloween ends? <laughs> yes. Yes, we oh, are. God. Travis. No, we're not. No, we're not. It was okay. No. Anyway, it anyway, it was the god point, point being, like, point being, <laughs> no, it was not. Point being, <laughs> I think we're all looking forward to Evil Dead Rise. Yes, yes, it's gonna be fucking awesome. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Corey. I did, I did like that. That made me laugh. Season yeah. of the yeah. Corey. <laughs> well, Christy did that shit. That's that. That's yeah. fo- follow Christy at. That horror witch on um, slasher Instagram and find her on Anchor. Uh, find her podcast in the show notes as well because yes. I got links to all that Ooh. fucking glorious shit. And tonight we covered Army of Darkness and we gave that shit a resounding praise of approval. So everyone go out and watch Army of Darkness. If you listen to the whole thing, you're spoiled as fuck, but you know. <laughs> <laughs> that's how we do it that's why we say cry off now if you ain't watch this shit that's it cause... Yeah, cause... <laughs> come here I'm gonna cut your gizzard out <laughs> <laughs> let's get the hell out of here <laughs> and if you involve horror in your life everything is gonna get better stay spooky and stay being them skeleton boys cause Groovy.
Last mistake 